0: This is the Tanked Podcast, a podcast all about basketball, hosted by two college students, Kyle Chin and Derek Zeidler. I am one of your hosts, Kyle Chin, a current student at Temple University looking to enter the sports analytics field. I am also a fan of the New York Knickerbockers, a struggling franchise that has been diagnosed with a terminal illness called mediocrity, and we've recently turned to tanking, a strategy used in the NBA, hoping to find a cure for
1: our mediocrity. My name is Derek Zeidler. I also attend Temple University. I'm a Sixers fan. I thankfully don't have to root for the Knicks because we, we've, we've experienced tanking, but thankfully we're out of that. Uh, as of recently, we might have to go back. So we'll see how that goes for the Sixers. So for today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the 69th NBA All-Star Weekend, which just recently happened. And All-Star Weekends are usually about giving an opportunity for the stars of the NBA to interact with each other and interact with fans and celebrities usually. And they put on a show for the show, like they show how well they have done for the year and then they show it in this game. Uh, it's a serious honor to make an All-Star as an NBA player. You get like status of respect from players, but most usually it's from the fans and analysts who use it to compare other players. And it also helps... For a uh, contract, you can have a certain clause where if you make a certain amount of all-star games, you get more money. So going to the all-star game for a player is nice. So obviously, let's start with the first day, Friday. Friday starts off with the celebrity game. What do you think about the celebrity game? To be honest, I I really don't
0: see a point in the celebrity game. I feel like the talent pool of celebrities, not too many are really that good with basketball players. It was funnier back then when they had Kevin Hart. Yeah. I feel like he yeah. was funny to watch. But there's some other – like Chance the Rapper this past, past All-Star I Game, I I really wasn't here for that. I yeah, feel they like were, he didn't really
1: add too much to the actual they game. They were just grasping at straws for people to take. Like I think it's – I think it definitely has potential because you can, you know, you can bring in big celebrities like, oh, this big dude's playing and that's cool. But like the biggest person to have was Quavo. And then it's chance. Who is not a bad basketball player. Yeah,
0: not bad yeah. But it's not really it's what I'm trying to watch from Friday night. It's not mm-hmm.
1: the it's I want big names. Like since it's Chicago, I'm sure if Juice World was still alive, he would have played. I would have probably enjoyed it more. So going along along the lines, the next game would have been the world versus USA team or game. I'm not a fan of it, because like just separating the USA from the world in a game it detracts from players cuz like the world you, you have like less players from overseas you have players like Spee McKayluke, who you were saying you don't even know who that is you got Nicolo Melli yeah these guys aren't good and I agree with that yeah i would say
0: the format they had previously of rookie sophomore, sophomore that was definitely a more engaging uh level that they would do it at for the USA versus world i feel like I understand why they do it. They want to incorporate world athletes mm-hmm. and make sure like they give a platform for them to start really blowing up. Like I think it was great like it's great things it's for like, great Luka idea. It's and, great like idea, and like Giannis was coming in the league, but I really do feel like it really is a drawback because a lot of the US talent who is very good. Yeah, me personally Mitchell Robinson. Was he He definitely should have been on that roster. Australian. Technically
1: but all straight
0: Because they decided to split it up as a world
1: versus USA, it, it really Can't doesn't make it, it yeah. really doesn't allow talent to be on the roster. Something I found funny was like, you know, Miles Bridges, everybody was like, Why is this dude in here? He's not that good, puts up twenty five and five and gets the MVP. Mm-hmm. So it's like I guess some things like that can happen, but no, it's not. And my guy RJ Barrett, he had he a great really he, he yeah. great
0: game, but just yeah, but because world, they lost. he was on that world team and yeah. they just don't have the same talent as the USA. It just yeah. it just didn't work out in his favor. Now on to the second day of All Star Weekend, Saturday. The activities go as follows: there was the Skills Challenge, the NBA Three Point Contest, and the NBA Dunk Contest. So let's start with the Skills Challenge. Our champion was Bam Adebayo.
1: Yep.
0: you know, there's a lot of they usually try to have it
1: where it is bigs versus guards. How do you feel about this format? I think I think it's cool bringing in bigs, but like. With bringing in bigs, they've kind of detracted from the actual skills part. Like, now there's just dribbling one pass, like, three-point shot, and then they're like, oh, big men taking three-point shot. It doesn't matter. You're an NBA – they're NBA players. They can make it. Like, Simmons – if Simmons was in it, he'd make it. I agree with that. I think the skills challenge maybe
0: should be changed to something else. I feel like it's just more of an obstacle course that NBA players yeah. go through. It's short. So I feel like it's not – not very much skill. I think if we uh found a new form after the skills challenge, I think it'd be a, it could be a lot more lively and really
1: pit bigs against the Guard yeah. and see who has better skill. Yeah, because now you've got like people like you know, Nikola Jokic, even though you know he's not the best he's not the most agile. A little big big if you know what I mean. But he's he's a passer. He's a passer.
0: And Next, we had the three point contest. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> yeah, no, that it was, was nice. It was very. It was honestly the new format too. Was very interesting. Yeah. The three point contest champion was Buddy Healed. So
1: let's just talk On about the, the last format. shot too. On the very last shot, he won. That was tremendous.
0: Yeah. Let's get into the format a little bit. So it was normal three point format. They had five racks in five different places all around the court. But this year they added two new spots.
1: I'd say about five
0: feet behind three-point yeah, line. Yeah, it like, was cool.
1: Because, you know, with the emergence of like Trey Young, people are, and, you know, Steph Curry. It was like Curry range. And now they actually added it in. Uh, I I think it was Davis. Was it Davis Berton's or one of them who made both of them? Yeah, he was. It was I, I liked Davis Berton's. I wanted him to be a sixer, but, you know, we didn't have the assets. He was nice. I wanted him to win. Fine with Buddy Heald, as long as it wasn't um. Yeah, no, I was actually fine with
0: everyone. No, oh, I think this change is actually really good for the three-point contest. It really allowed players to show their range, which is a a really point of pride for I know a lot of shooters in the NBA being able to hit that shot. So it definitely. I remember when Joe Harris was going through his mm. run through, it definitely met, messed his flow up a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I this was a great addition. Yeah. And next be it the dunk contest, which was very controversial Ooh, among groups of the people. At least, at the least. So, who the contestants were? they were? Derrick Jones Jr., we had... Chester Native. Uh, who else did we have? Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Pat Connaughton. <laughs> and the person that everyone thinks was robbed, Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon,
1: yeah. I definitely think he was robbed. I don't know about his the competition he had with Zach Levine. I think that was pretty even. I'd mm-hmm. be fine with either of them winning. But this one, he was robbed.
0: Yeah. For sure. Definitely.
1: Derrick Jones Jr., he put on a great performance,
0: not taking any away yeah. from his dunks, but... The level of athleticism you just saw within yeah. Aaron Gordon's That one false
1: off the side. Oh, like 360 one-handed. That was beautiful. It looked like he was floating. It was I should have won right there. But I think the most ridiculous part of it was uh, Dwight Howard, where it was just an over-the-backboard over, over the backboard dunk 49 just because he had Kobe. It was. It's like, all right, guys, we get it. It's, oh, it's Kobe. Yeah, we all love Kobe. But really, giving that a 49, ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. But how do you feel about the ending? I Mm. feel like towards the end, the NBA actually wanted to have the contest end instead of having to keep dunking. I definitely feel like if the contest kept going, they could have put out more dunks, and by the end we could have seen who was the best dunker. I'm not sure if I
1: like them kind of cutting it off too early. Well, we're not saying them. We're saying Dwayne Wade. It was definitely Dwayne Wade, my opinion. I'm pretty sure there's facts to back it up. But, yeah, uh, I know Aaron Gordon was starting to, like, lose out on ideas because the Taco Fall dunk was not planned. Mm-hmm. And Taco Fall was actually scared. And that, I don't know how that didn't that win. Yeah. That was insane. All right, so now we obviously move on to the last day, Sunday, which is the actual All-Star game. So when I was watching it, I you know, you start with the intros. You start with the, ooh, the Star-Spangled Banner. That wasn't so great. But the actual intros from Common, I was not a fan of. It went on for like an hour. And just to give you some examples of these rhymes, he, he rhymed Kawhi Leonard with clinic. He, all right, I'll, I'll give him this. Rhyming anything with Antetokounmpo is kind of hard, but refusal? Uh, I don't know. And the last one I got here, we got Doncic with honest. It's a little questionable. See, I, I give them Antetokounmpo. The that's kind of hard. But Clinic Leonard, Honest Donchich, honest Anastanchich isn't too bad, but I'm still, like, questionable on it. I wasn't a fan of this. So already an hour into when it was supposed to start, I was annoyed. I'm like, just start this thing. So I was able to watch the first half. First half was good. You got any thoughts on the first half or game in general? I mean, before we really go over that, I think we
0: should talk about the new format they had for the no, game. Oh, Definitely. So the new format they had here in uh, honor of Kobe Bryant was the first three quarters would play be played as a normal
1: basketball game. There was 12 minutes. The only uh, difference is that each quarter was a new game. Mm-hmm. And then each quarter won, they would give money to um, whichever charity, whoever won that charity.
0: And I think that was really nice of the yeah. NBA incorporating charities into this. And it really gave the players – like other than playing for Kobe and playing for the all-star game, just a reason to keep Mm -hmm. going for these kids, which I thought was great. But the difference was the fourth quarter, the format, how they changed it was whoever was leading and the total score of the combined three quarters, they would add 24 to that person's score. And whoever was able to reach that score first between team Giannis and team LeBron would be the eventual winners of the all-star game. And I'm being honest I haven't been excited for an all-star game like this in a very long time. The competitive level was really there. Players were really going at it. They were arguing calls. They got a little scrappy with it.
1: I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I, I thought the first half was pretty good, but the problem with me, at least, was halftime. That, that droned on, too. Well, I'm already not a huge fan of Chance, so I didn't like the halftime show that much, but it was just so long and I, I've been there, I've been sitting there watching for like oh, know, like two hours at least, and I I just couldn't do it anymore. I had to turn it off at halftime. So I was I heard I heard the second half was really good, but I, I I couldn't watch anymore. It was getting to me. So now that we
0: recap this past year's All Star Game, I want to ask you a question, Derek. Is What are some ways that we can improve next year's All-Star Game and All-Star Games in the future?
1: So I've already went over this. I think with the timing, you you need to shorten it because viewers like me, we're going to get bored, even though, you know, I love basketball. I will watch the All-Star Game, but it just got to be too much for me. The intro, it was, I don't think it was that good to begin with, but it was at least 40, 50 minutes long. That's too, that's too much. And then the halftime was probably another like half hour to an hour. I'm not a fan of Chance to begin with. I thought it was all right, though. But it's it's still too long. I had to turn it off. I definitely agree with that. I like
0: that they have celebrities present at All-Star Weekend. I do think they add a lot of value. And I know a lot of them are friends with these NBA athletes. But the actual use of celebrities introducing these athletes and singing the national Anthem. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's a great addition to the game. I feel like it's more of a distraction or a sideshow. And I understand that gives an op- gives an opportunity for celebrities to engage with basketball fans. But I feel like if you're able to shorten it and get to the games right away, I think the viewer will appreciate that more because that's the, yeah. that's the That's the entertainment they're coming yeah. for. They're coming for mm-hmm. the these NBA players play, not, Trying to see Chance the Rapper, yeah. I'm not and coming Shane for Common introduce these. Players. I, I'm not coming for some trash rhymes from Common. And now here's my idea. My idea is for the Saturday Skills Challenge. I think we should use par- the partners that already promote them, like Mountain Dew for the three point contest and AT and T for the dunk contest. We should be we should let the winners uh, get a contract with these sponsors and get a probably a sponsorship deal or some sort of deal that could help promote them. My my thinking of this is just I think it adds more competition for players. Let's say Joe Harris. He he's not the best known um NBA athlete but he's a great three-point shooter mm-hmm. and he 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 was the winner this past year and I think this gives him a place to put his face on the map and being a sponsored athlete through through AT&T because without this I really don't feel like he has a chance
1: at getting a sponsorship or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, I think it's cool with like, you, you know, like I, with the three-point contest, you have the special Mountain Dew ball. It's like Mountain Dew green. And so you know that's presented by Mountain Dew. And then it, whoever wins it, you know they'll be sponsored by Mountain Dew. So you know it automatically and it sticks in your mind. Like I, I vividly remember that green ball. Like oh it's, definitely it's
0: awesome it's, it's and I think football. it'd be great for the company side because then they get an athlete they could use within their own commercials yeah. to promote their products because then when, I, when I'm going back and watching commercials I'm saying oh hey the I just watched members. Joe Harris yeah. win that contest yeah. oh and now he's with uh, Mountain Dew yeah. maybe if I want to be a three, better three point shooter I could go drink some Mountain Dew and maybe I'll get I'm the I'm not same sure results. about that but yes, yes. I, I could dream let me dream yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Tank Podcast. As your hosts, Kyle and Derek, we're really appreciative for you listening to us today, and we hope to grease your ears in the future. Bye-bye.